Chapter One of Plum Pudding of Diverse Ingredients Discreetly Blended and Seasoned. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. Plum Pudding of Diverse Ingredients Discreetly Blended and Seasoned by Christopher Morley. The Perfect Reader. On Christmas Eve, while the perfect reader sits in his armchair immersed in a book, so absorbed that he has let the fire go out, I propose to slip gently down the chimney and leave this tribute in his stocking. It is not a personal tribute. I speak on behalf of the whole fraternity of writers, this word of gratitude and envy. No one who has ever done any writing, or has any ambition toward doing so, can ever be a perfect reader such a one is not disinterested he reads inevitably in a professional spirit he does not surrender himself with complete willingness of enjoyment he reads to see how the other fellow does it to note the turn of a phrase the cadence of a paragraph carrying on a constant subconscious comparison with his own work he broods constantly as to whether he himself in some happy conjuncture of quick mind and environing silence and the sudden perfect impulse might have written something like that he is poor devil confessedly selfish on every page he is aware of his own mind tingling him with needle pricks of conscience for the golden chapters he has never written and so his reading is in a way the perfection of exquisite misery and his writing also when he writes he yearns to be reading when he reads he yearns to be writing but the perfect reader for whom all fine things are written knows no such delicate anguish when he reads it is without any arriere pensee any twinging consciousness of self i like to think of one perfect reader of my acquaintance he is a seafaring man and this very evening he is in his bunk at sea the day's tasks completed over his head is a suitable electric lamp in his mouth is a pipe with that fine wine-dark mahogany sheen that resides upon excellent briar of many years service he has had, though I speak only by guess, a rumour of hot toddy to celebrate the greatest of all evenings. At his elbow is a porthole, brightly curtained with a scrap of clean chintz, and he can hear the swash of the sea along the ship's tall side. And now he is reading. I can see him reading. I know just how his mind feels. Oh, the perfect reader! There is not an illusion that he misses in all those lovely printed words he sees the subtle secrets that a lesser soul would miss he bless his heart is not thinking how he himself would have written it his clear clean outreaching mind is intent only to be one in spirit with the invisible and long-dead author i tell you if there is anywhere a return of the vanished it is then at such moments over the tilted book held by the perfect reader and how quaint it is that he should diminish himself so modestly of course, he says, I'm only a reader, and I don't know anything about writing. Why, you adorable creature, you are our court of final appeal. You are the one we come to humbly to know whether anywhere in our miserable efforts to set out our unruly hearts in parallel lines we have done an honest thing. What do we care for what most of the critics say? They, we know only too well, are not criticizing us but unconsciously themselves they skew their own dreams into their comment and blame us for not writing what they once wanted to 
you we can trust for you have looked at life largely and without pettifogging qualms the parallel lines of our eager pages meet at infinity that is in the infinite understanding and judgment of the perfect reader the enjoyment of literature is a personal communion it cannot be outwardly instilled the utmost the critic can do is read the marriage service over the reader and the book the union is consummated if at all in secret but now and then there comes up the aisle a new perfect reader and all the ghosts of literature wait for him starry-eyed by the altar and as long as there are perfect readers who read with passion with glory and then speed to tell their friends there will always be ever and anon a perfect writer and so dear perfect reader a merry christmas to you and a new year of books worthy your devotion when you revive from that book that holds you in spell and find this little note in the cold hearth i hope you may be pleased end of chapter one